Are you ready for this? Your boys are back. Show dog. It's WrestleMania 15. <laughs> Main event, The Rock versus Stone Cold Steve Austin. Gola. Whitey, again, that motherfucker just hit a third. Suck my dick, New York. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Oh, holy fuck, that guy hit some tanks, baby. And KG. It's, it's tough. As I, can, I, don't, I don't know. I don't even know. I'm sorry. I just got worked up about Girardi. I fucking hate the guy. <laughs> Bringing you hot take after hot take. It's BDB. What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of BDB. On today's episode, we have no idea what we're going to talk about. No clue. But what I do know is <laughs> it was a great weekend, a lot of sunshine. This guy was going through some beers this weekend. Natty Light, shout out. Natty Light's back in charge, back as a sponsor. Um, probably the best beer you could ever have during during the 4th of July. Nothing more American than that. Um, just go grab yourself a Natty Light, crack a cold one. Enjoy it and uh, have some fun with friends. We lost them as a sponsor for a little while, didn't yeah. we? Yeah. Got them back, though? They're back. They're back. Okay. They're supplying us. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, Glad to get the boys back. Yeah, it was like, what, 80, 90 degrees all weekend here, which is... It's awful. Uh, I, I fucking hate it. It is awful when you're not near, like, near the water and whatnot, but um, I was grilling tonight, and it was like 82 degrees, and I was grilling, and I opened up a nice cold beer. And there's not much better, dude. There's not much no, better than drinking no. a nice cold beer on a hot day. No, we uh, yesterday we went up to went up to Rome for old Mexico, and uh, Lid had a baby shower for my cousin Brady, who's uh, him and his wife were having a baby in August, so they had a shower or whatever. So we went to my parents' house, and then like all my my dad and like all four of his siblings and their and their spouses, and one of my cousins was up, so we just like. We just hung out by my parents. Um, what is going on right now? Right by their pool. I'll finish it off. You hung oh. out by their pool. No, no, I'm sorry. I was like, I had like a web browser up and an ad started playing and I couldn't figure out where the fuck it was to shut it off. Uh, yeah, so we hung out by the pool all day. Um, got the, uh, Rye was, didn't want to leave the goddamn thing. She was in it most of the day, so. Um, no, it, it was pretty good, but I just, I, we got up this morning and it was like, I felt like it was like 75 degrees out at eight o'clock with like 98% humidity. So it sucks. Gotta be by water. Like if you're, if you're going to oh. be able to survive it or, you know, these heat pumps they're putting in are pretty fucking sick. Those no. help. Do either of you guys have one? No, nope. no, I don't either. I don't either, but I wish I did. We got a pretty small house. So we got an AC on one end of the house and an AC on the other end of the house. And like our house is like pretty cool because it's small. So it's easy yep. to keep cool. It's got some but, trees too to like yeah. shade it off. Oh, your boy's been I, cutting some branches down though. Let me tell you. Whacking them, huh? Oh, I could have used your fucking, your power saw there, the extender, but I've been doing it the old fashioned way, dude. I think I'm Climbing. bulking up my shoulders a little bit. <laughs> I can tell like the camera now. I mean, yeah. like, you don't fit in the screen as well as you used to. I know. Um, those shoulders are definitely getting yoked. Yep. 
Got a ladder, got like an uh, extension pruning saw, bought a new blade for it today. That blade cuts like butter, dude. Um, just, yeah, thinning wow. some trees out. Less leaves to pick up this fall, I think. So I, I uh... spent all weekend on uh, Brandy Pond on a p- pontoon boat. And uh, we literally like got on the boat and then drove 150 yards. And then beached it on a sandbar and just crank music. And there's like 55 boats around on each side. And you just hang out with your friends. And it's uh, it was a good time. You get a shout out for whose boat it is, dude? Yo, Dave Garish. Shout out, bringing Ooh, us out. Yep. Dave. Co- Coach Garish. State nice. champion Coach Garish. Um, <laughs> and uh, tiny, tiny Nipples DJ. <laughs> Are they small? I don't know, dude. It was like this kid is in like the best shape of his life. Like it's all he does, and then he's like a, a instructor and shit. And then there's me showing up, and I'm someone's like, "Wow, DJ, you have tiny nipples." And I, I wasn't gonna <laughs> let that one go, dude. He's got he's got a flaw. I was jumping on that shit. So <laughs> that's great. Tiny nipples, DJ. What, I hope he listens to this. I'll tell you one thing that did suck about this fucking weekend is, um, wanted to start my truck this morning wouldn't start. Oh. So, three like both three weeks or a month ago, I lost a starter in it. So I had the starter replaced. Whatever, right? Fucking thing starting fine, starting fine, starting fine. Fucking get in this morning, go to turn it over, click, then fucking that was it. So I don't know if the starter was faulty right out of the box or what, but so that's good. It's 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 in my parents' driveway in Mexico, so I had to take my mom's car home. Son of so a I bitch, gotta fucking dude. deal with that, and the thing that sucks is I can't get it started, so I'm oh. going to have to fucking get it towed to a shop, then get it fixed, and we're leaving for fucking Holton in fucking four days, five days, so I'm just... God damn. But, you guys drive uh, that up to Holton? Uh, we're probably going to take Lid's car anyway, but... Yeah. Uh, we would, yes. It's just so much easier because we throw everything. We have like a, we had like a rooftop carrier for one of Lid's old cars and it was just like, uh, it's whatever yeah. it is. So we just throw that in the bed of the truck now and put everything in it and then like zip it up. And then like, if it rains, it's not a big deal. Mm. Uh, it's just so much easier to deal with, um, than trying to pack our car up. But, um, we're not bringing the dog up with us and we're not, I just told her we can't bring a cooler. So. We'll just cram everything in her car and take that up. But, um, yeah, it's not really how I want to start my Monday is dealing with that fucking thing, but it is what it is. God. Friggin' vehicles, dude. Uh, so I, I mentioned real quick, where we, I had I got a little desk there for my wife this weekend. I'm sure you guys know exactly what I'm talking about. So Never had we're one. At my, no, we're at my parents' house. And um, so I had rye in the water, and we have, like, these little floats, and she, we sit her down in it, and she's just like, you know, the legs are kicking, puddled around. She's having a good time, but she wanted to get out of it. And I think she thought because I was standing up, she could stand up. And she's like, daddy down. And I'm like, honey, I can't put you down because you can't stand up. Daddy down. I'm like, do you want to go underwater? She's like, yep. I said, okay. So I like dunk her down, come back up. She actually did pretty well. Her eyes were the size of like plates. They were fucking huge when they come out. So anyways, fast forward like 20 minutes later. My parents have like one of those full size adult floats you kind of just lay on, right? So she wanted to go on that. So obviously we don't have a life jacket on or nothing. She's just sitting on the float. So I'm like, and then she's starting to move around. I'm like, Rye, you need to sit still when you do this. Well, she doesn't. 
So I'm kind of like going around, like dragging the float around. And as I'm dragging it around, she decides she wants to jump off the fucking thing. <laughs> so she just like jumps in the water, dude, just like starts going down. I pick her up, grab her. She doesn't cry, doesn't do anything. And I look over and Lid's just like staring at me. And I'm like. Death she, stare. Lid, yeah, Lid took it pretty well. Because like Rye did well. I was like, she jumped off the goddamn thing. I was like doing my best to kind of fucking. Yeah, that's one way to learn was, how to swim. But she, the thing is, she did. She popped right up, and she was like, almost like kind of laughing after. I was like, okay, well, it's one way to do it, I guess. But uh, yeah, I got a little bit of a death stare from the wife. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Um, you know, uh, when I was I was in a wedding uh, last year, and I got a sweet cooler for it. I haven't. Uh, I heard you mention cooler earlier, like you wouldn't be able to bring it, so I thought of it. But it has. It's like a backpack. Like a, like a got straps on it. It's yeah, but it's like it has backpack straps, but it's like a big like tube, and it's a big fucking cooler. It's probably like the I think that Yeti makes one now actually, um, but this one's not Yeti. It's a really nice one, but uh, if you haven't invested in like the backpack cooler, my back fucking kills from like carrying coolers all over the place. But this one is like. Probably one of the coolest things. I, yeah, I should, I How many beers do you think can fit in it with ice? Forty. Oh, you can put a thirty. No, this in fucking with ice. thing's huge. Yeah, no, it's huge. Mm. It's huge. It's not like a. I've had like I remember I had like a backpack cooler when I was in college to like go to like parties and shit. This thing is like way better than that. Um, <clears throat> we had probably twenty five beers. A big thing of a watermelon that we cut up, like the entire watermelon. So that's how big like the container was that fit in there and then some more shit and like i'm always like i hate carrying like a giant fucking cooler because like that takes up one whole hand and you're like back is fucking killing from carrying it go get a backpack cooler question how many coolers do you own how many different Mm -hmm. coolers i would say 12 wow 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 i don't know about that i think i have i have like one of those huge well i've got i think i I have four and i feel like i have one for each kind of situation you know like i got a yeti got a yeti then i got like a bigger one that's like bigger than a yeti but it's not a yeti it just holds more shit and then i got like a golfing one thank you craig millage uh that's like great for fitting in golf carts and then i got a bigger one that i always bring with me to like wayne's but when i go on the boat and stuff you know what i mean not a big one but like a one that i have a big one too but i think think this is going to take its place for sure Backpack yeah, sounds cool. I, I tried it. Six of them. I want to say six. If my, but I got we have a huge one that we normally bring to camp with us. Throw it in the back of my truck. You might put a bunch of food and shit in it, beer or whatever. Yeah, they could then figure they have, a human I, could fit in that thing, right? That thing's massive. Yeah. yeah. And then we have like a, a one that's a little bit smaller than that, and then I have like a couple small ones. Like there's one 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 I always bring hunting with me. I put it in the back of my truck. Like then there's one you bought us. G. That one's that one's pretty solid too. We use that one quite a bit, but. I didn't uh, buy one of those for myself, dude. I wish I would have, but oh, you didn't? No, that's no. Like, dude. You can that thing hold ice big, like yeah, for a long time. Is what it um, is. So another thing that I was gonna ask you guys from this weekend because you guys both have had kids or have kids, and both have had dogs that were puppies at once. But I I'm gonna ask you a question here, and I want to get your opinion. What is worse, a puppy's teeth? Or your like a baby's fingernails if they're like a fraction too long. Oh, the I think it's the dog's teeth. Oh, I think it's the fingernails. Yeah. 
I haven't had puppy. What? I haven't had like a puppy for like Cal's like nine, I think eight or nine now. So I haven't had, I haven't been around puppy teeth for a long time, but they are, but the fingernails are like razor blades. It's like Wolverine claws. Yeah. That's what I like. This like Max is like, we're just barely like too long. Looked like cut him today, but like yesterday, I swear to fucking God, I had Freddy Krueger like on my face every time I held him. And it's just like the worst goddamn thing in the world. It's it's so bad. Sometimes he claws me so bad. I'm just like, oh, my God, dude. Like if you were in a grown, if you were an adult right now, I'd want to punch you in the face. <laughs> it's not like not, not I don't want to punch mm. my kid in the face, but I'm just saying no, it's like, it hurts so freaking much sometimes. I'm like, you little shithead. Like you don't know how to react other than just like try to smack it out of your face real quick. Yeah. Or just like mm, just scream, like do something like that. And I'm like, or like, there's been times he's done it so bad. I like have to like put him down somewhere and then just like walk away and just like yell and then go back and be like, okay, I got to let the frustration out. I'm good now. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I mean, if everything I remember puppies is like, obviously like they're teething and they like will chomp and you're like, ah, and you like try to pull your finger away like a little bit. And they're like, ah. it's like not just once. It's like fucking piranhas like getting you. Yep. Yep. Um, you guys want to talk a little baseball? I th- yeah, we can do a baseball. It's been like two months. Um, <laughs> did you see uh, last night Bryce Harper got hit by a pitch by Blake Snell? Did you happen to see that? I, I did not that. see I it, but I read he, it. I heard, yeah, so I heard it. So, did, but... yeah, I got hit like a 97-mile-an-hour fastball inside, obviously hit him like right on the hand. I think he fractured his thumb, I think it was. He fractured something in his hand. And so now they're talking like he might be out maybe the rest of the year. It's Close. I don't know. They're they don't know yet, but they think he's gonna be out a long time at least. But uh Harper's a pretty passionate guy. I don't know if you know so you guys didn't see the video then of him coming off the field. No, he was yeah, like, I saw that Snow was trying to Yeah. He was like he was really fired up by it. And at first he was kind of like like almost pissed off at Snell, it seemed like. And then as he was walking off, Snell was like apologizing to him, you know what I mean? And like Harper turned around and was like, I, I know you didn't mean to hurt me, basically, is what he said. But he like said it really aggressively. And I think that's just the way Harper is. But um, it's maybe it's going to be hard if you guys didn't see it just to get your take on it. Uh, I, I, I actually didn't see it. You didn't see it, no? I did. I did oh, see you did? It. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I saw it. I saw it. I didn't have the volume on this morning, but I did see the video of him like jarring yeah. at him it was like it's okay but he was like yelling at him that it was okay exactly right he was like telling him it was fine but yeah he was saying it very aggressively so i guess that's just harper's uh personality though and his like competitiveness probably more than anything but he's had a rough year oh. man didn't he get didn't he uh he's been dhing because he tore something in his throwing shoulder or something oh i don't know I think so. I think he's been DHing because he can't play oh, the field. Shit. He has to get surgery on a th- his throwing arm or something. Well, now they can get it all done. Now he's going to do his, yeah, he's going to be a bionic man. So that's a pretty huge hit. Speaking of aggressiveness in baseball, did you guys see the little brawl today? Little Donnie Brook? Oh, I did not see that. No, I sent the, uh, I sent the, uh, oh, you, you didn't see it, Troy, because you're, no, you're not at the baseball chat. Uh, yeah, Anaheim and uh, the Mariners, dude. It was actually a pretty good one. Uh, Anaheim plunked Winker, and Winker just fucking went off the deep end. Yes. Um, I don't know if there was something brewing, like, beforehand. I didn't, like, I don't know the backstory of it all. 
But the thing is, Winker didn't charge him out. Somebody from the Angels dugout said something, so Winker walked towards the dugout and tried. And he tried to pull fucking Amir Garrett and just fight the whole dugout. Oh, and, dude, there was some, there was some fucking like. There's a, that video that I sent G. I don't know if you if you're watching. I it now. didn't even watch it. I was gonna though. There's take a look at it. There's one camera angle. You see Winker, and he is just feeding somebody the fucking knuckles. Like oh. It, oh, it's a good one, dude. I'll, I'll forward it to you, Shory. It was a pretty good fucking Donnybrook, though. Uh, it's weird because I don't picture Winker like that at all. You know, I feel like his personality is like really easy, easy going guy. And that's what like makes me wonder. Like, I don't know if he had gotten hit like in a couple games, in the, like earlier in the series, or something like that. But uh, he he was pretty perturbed when he got hit, and then like you can see him kind of talked to the catcher and then I think somebody from the dugout said something and he just like went over to dugout and it was it's pretty aggressive sure I just sent it to the uh, uh base, chat. baseball brawls are usually pretty fucking dramatic because every single person on the roster comes out like on both teams so it's like over 50 guys in the field and nothing ever happens but this one is actually pretty aggressive for yeah, baseball. yeah this brawl. one was this was yeah this and then wicker when wicker walked off the field he fucking double bird salute to the Anaheim fans so Winker's going to, honest to God, like the, as bad as that was, like he, he seemed like he was here. It wouldn't surprise me if Winker gets 10 games like or more. Yeah. I think he was like, you couldn't count the fucking guy down. Then he double birded the fans. Like it was, it was pretty fucking, it was a good one. It's like the first and good baseball. If there was something brewing out of it, the pitcher, if like, if he was trying to hit him, he hit him right. He hit him low. Right. He so hit him I in the ass. That. Yeah. That's that's where you like when you start throwing anywhere above like number height. Like, that's like I'm stupid. sure, like, and I'm sure that it hurt no matter what because the guy was like pump, probably pumping 95 and you're gonna hit in the ass. I'm sure it hurts, but it's like he he reacted like he hit him like up towards the head. But um, it, it, was it a is good one, weird. Though. It is weird because you're right. Like he doesn't go after the pitcher. He doesn't go for the catcher. It's just all about the Anaheim bench. So somebody had to have like screamed something from the bench, but it was um I'll tell you who was heated if you watch the video it was J Rod. Yeah. They were holding him back, fucking I don't know. It was um it was a good one though. That is a good one, dude. Yeah, I like that. It's just I fucking hate baseball. Who would you so like if you're uh, going over there and uh the first two guys to step up to you are Trout on your right? And Otani on your left, and they both got their fist up to fight. Which one are you gonna take your chances against? Otani. He's Dude, like way bigger. Right? He's way Most bigger, but probably I think... knows karate. Good chance. Uh, that's a good. Yeah, I didn't think of that. But I just look at Trout, dude. Like I feel like Trout's like one of those dudes. Like I feel like Trout could like just like rush you, and if he gets, he's so strong. He's like built like a linebacker. He gets you on the ground. He's just gonna ground and pound. Like I think you nope. just you you have fucking toast if Trout gets a hold of you. Well, I mean you would I would be a fucking Otani. I mean I'm not talking, but I would get knocked out ah. easily by any person oh, in major yeah. leagues, even if it was like David Eckstein from 1999, <laughs> dude. Come on, G. Uh, did you guys see Otani's dick slappy hit last night? Yeah, no. like 465. It was like, yeah, 465, 460, something like that. It was 118, 118 exit velocity, dude. It just popped off of his bat. And the the coolest thing about the video is, like, the sound of the ball hitting his bat, dude. It's, like, so pure. 
I know they talk about like barrels, like the barrel percentage, like that was absolute barrel. Like he just smoked it. The guy's incredible. He really is. It's, it's freaking crazy. Like Anaheim has like arguably the, arguably two of the, well, they are two of the best players in the league and they're like never going to sniff the playoffs. Like what they lose like 15 straight earlier this year. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty close. 11 and a half out of the, out of their uh, division. They were like in first place going into this losing, losing, losing yeah. streak. They had sure. Sure's prediction of them, like going to the playoffs and, like, play, making the world series was like looking fucking fantastic. And it's like, Let's actually Wait. let's actually review those right now. No, let's up. get into my one bold prediction. What was oh, that? Jack Flaherty? My boy Jack Flaherty. Yeah. Drop that motherfucker. <laughs> That's exactly what I thought. I said, don't even draft him. Drop him. And now the reports are that he's going in to get his shoulder looked at again. Or elbow after his shoulder. Yeah. What is it? Seven ERA and two starts. Um, it's not that bad, is it? Yeah, I don't know actually. Is this was... his third start? And this first one, I think he had nowhere in runs. So unless he got. Oh no, his forged. first one he had like four. Oh, he did. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I don't know what the hell I was. And it was at. like four in like three innings or four in like four innings or something. Let's look it up. But. I told you guys, be be careful of him. Not the guy you want to have on your team. Took a little bit of grief, and you know what? It's good to have one prediction come right. Yeah. But let's review, okay, sure, let's go, like, review. The, I mean, not uh, KG, let's review our predictions. I know that mine are not very good, I don't think. But. All right, let's see. None of us took the absolute best team in baseball, the Yankees, to win the division. Uh... I mean, I f- that division's no, so nasty, isn't it? It's by it's far stupid. the best. Uh, real quick, Jack Flaherty is uh, just eight innings pitched with a 5.6 ERA and a 2.2 whip. So yeah, that's, that's dropping. Not dude. good. Yeah. Uh, the thing about the AL East is crazy is that even the Orioles are only six games under 500. They're not dude, as the bad. They're not even bad. No. They're not as bad yeah, as they just pound them. The, the Orioles lineup is actually like pretty sne- sneaky solid, I feel like, this year. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's six games under 500. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it's this division's fucking loaded. Um, that's basically like a fucking world series for this team. Imagine the if they just, they go on a run and they get to 500, they get to 500 and every yeah. team is that's wild. And the thing is, it, in the, they have, we've talked about this a bunch of times with Baltimore. Like they have Rushman up. They have, you know, G rods not going to make it up this year. Cause I think they said he's probably going to get hurt the rest of the year. Yeah, I had a lad issue, so they're probably saying he's going to miss the whole year. But you have G-Rod, and then there's some guys that are coming up, like Gunnar Henderson, uh, Jordan Westbug, Colby Mayo. They got a ton of young talent coming up, and it's like, it's just whether or not they can all get there at the same time and actually put it together. But Mm -hmm. it it seems like they're they're, they're taking steps in the right direction um, and kind of holding their own even a little bit in 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 this loaded division. Crazy how good that is. Uh, Central, we all pick White Sox. They are trash this year. They're three games under 500, but they're only five and a half out. Twins are shockingly leading that division. I'm. I so also picked the White that. Sox to win a World Series. So. Hey, they get they'll fire they'll fire Larusa here pretty soon. I think. Oh, they're, they're calling for his head. Yeah, I think the fans are doing it, and if they keep staying under five, like around or under 500, I think he's. I think he's toast. 
Uh, AL West, we all took someone different. Uh, and of course, your boy is going with it right. Astros leading by 10 and a half. <laughs> My yeah. God. It's just the same old story in that, that division, dude. It really is. Houston's, same old division. And, they, and it's, good, you know man. what? And I feel like it's, and I know it's really early and things can change, but it just seems like Houston and New York are on another collision course. Yeah. To meet up mm-hmm. in the playoffs, which would be, by the way, electric TV. Uh, oh, they, they hate yeah. each other. They fucking. I also like. I'm not a fan of the Astros. Like, I think that whole cheating scandal was. It was a bunch of horse shit. The Major League Baseball was a bunch of fucking pussies and didn't dare to like do anything about it. But I also love how like Yankee. As soon as like today, like every they're booing Altuve. First pitch, he just fucking just hits a ding dong, mm-hmm. and it's just like they just go back and forth with all this shit. So. Yeah. And they're going to be getting McCullers back here, too, in the next couple of weeks. I mean, to go along with, they've already got a pretty loaded staff as yeah. it is. So. Yeah. Berlin, Berlin is Berlin an ageless wonder. Still nasty. Yeah. He's an ageless wonder, man. Um, all right, over to the National League. We all took someone different in the East, and we did not take the second-best team in the majors, the Mets. Mets are shocking. Unreal. I mean, they're, they're really surprising to me, considering they have had zero starts from DeGrom, and Scherzer has been out for the last, what, month or so, maybe? Probably, so yeah. yeah, I think it's their. I mean, they're off. I think they might have the best offense in baseball. Uh, the two runs behind the Yankees. The Yankees had the wow. most runs scored, so they have the yeah. Which is crazy to think about because you look at their lineup and there's nobody that like to me that like is unless I'm really just drawing a blank and missing somebody obvious. I mean, Lindor's good, but Alonso. there's nobody. Oh, I forgot about the ball yeah. there. Yeah, yes, I, I think he's leading. He's leading. I mean, leading majors and fucking. Not homers. RBIs. But. No, RBIs. Oh, he might be. I, I don't know. I did he pass J Ram? He passed J Ram? I thought he did, but I maybe I'm wrong. I thought he did though. I got it right here, bro. All MLB. Yes, he is, dude. He's up six on J Ram. With a sweet number of sixty nine. Um, yeah, so who did uh I took the Phillies who I took the under. Marlins. So Marlins are five games under. Braves are right there. Took Gold. the Braves, and they're uh, they're only four and a half back. Uh, so we had what a sixty percent chance to get that, and we couldn't. <laughs> we all picked different team. We still couldn't get it. We're experts. Yeah, we're pretty Let's good. Yeah. We're the experts. Well, that brings us to the central, and we all hit the Brewers. And guess who's in first place, bitch? Uh, Brewers. <laughs> the Brewers. <laughs> Oh, yes, they which are. Is like they're, they're nine games over 500 in the first in that division because that division yeah. is shit. All right, so you got the Brewers. Uh, they're decent. The Cardinals, they're pretty decent. And then you got the rest of this division. You got Pirates are in third, 14 games under 500. Cubs are 17 <sighs> games under 500. And the Reds are 22 games <gasps> under 500. So that's the NL Central for you. Uh, NOS, we all took Dodgers. Dodgers are surprisingly only one and a half up on the Padres without having Tatis. Machado's out. I mean, yeah. Did, um, I, am I wrong with this? Was Did San Francisco kind of fall off? Weren't they like leading that division for a while this year? I feel early? like they were right behind the Dodgers. They are four and six in their last 10. So, yeah, so that will do. Yeah, um, yeah they, got, they got pummeled by the Reds today. So that's good. I, I, it feels about, like the, the Red Sox have, by the way, turned their season around. Um, 
but it seems oh. like I lost interest in when they were bad, and I'm like, I just haven't <laughs> turned it on since. Like, yeah, it's great they're doing good, but they suck so bad earlier that I now I don't want to watch them. So I don't know. And I just haven't put much I time mean, watching any baseball. Obviously, it's with the Sox. Like, I mean, they're getting some good pitching too, but their offense is starting to hit the ball. Um, Devers, I think Devers leads Major League Baseball in hits, um, or at least the AL. He's a fucking stud. JD's having a pretty good year. It's not a, Xander's having a good year. Xander's power's not there so far this year, but I think his OBPs is over around about 400. Um, I think it was at one at one point. I think I texted you guys. The Sox had three hitters that were hitting over 330, and that was in the yeah, last like couple absurd. weeks, which is which is fucking nuts. Um, then the next highest and team it, was like 230. Yeah, they're they're like one through four, two through four is just as good as anybody in baseball. And then it's but, um, and it seems like, and I don't want to count my count the chickens before the eggs before they hatch or whatever, but it seems like they found a guy that can close games now with Hawk. He's he's looking pretty good at that uh at that save uh, closer role so far. So, um, maybe he can actually shore up the back end of that bullpen because that was been a, that was a problem at the beginning of the year. Well, it's crazy that they're actually like, pitching good because of all these on the DL, uh, Garrett Whitlock's on the DL, and I mean, sales should be coming back, and we'll see whatever happens there. But um, those are three big names to come back for this team to be pitching. Yeah. And, and, like, you know, we'll give credit where credit's due. Walk has had a pretty solid season. Rich Hill's pitched well. Uh, yeah. Pavetta's been good, too. I, I Pavetta's didn't been expect great. a hell of a lot of – and Pavetta's been really good, so – they're getting good, you know, and that's the thing is like if you if you can get six, seven innings out of your starters and you're really only relying on that bullpen, which is not very deep, I don't believe, to go if you only need them to go an inning or two, then it's it's much better than when you get your starters are going four innings and you got to fucking try to piecemeal the rest of the game because the bullpen's just not very good, um, or at least it doesn't have the depth there that I think you need um, to win. Uh, Pavetta, real quick, I just I saw this the other day, so I wanted to bring it up. In the month of April, his splits, he had a 8.27 ERA and a two whip since April. So his, he had six games in May and six games in June. Both of his ERAs are 2.11. And, and during May, he had a 0.8 whip and he has less than a 0.1 whip, <clears throat> less than a one whip in June. So like two completely different pitchers. Mm-hmm. Um and I still expect every time he goes out there for April, Pavetta to show up. Yeah. <laughs> With the ADR. But he pitches well, man. He's been pitching well. <laughs> yeah. They, did they sweep Cleveland this weekend? Yeah. The Red so. Sox did. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They, got, they got a big series coming up. Um, I think they go to Toronto tomorrow or Tuesday. Um, I'm, I'm curious to see. I know they're, they're going to be. Tomorrow is it tomorrow? Yeah. They're gonna be without Hawk, Hawk, or however you say his name. I know Hawk. he's not vaccinated, so he can't go to uh, can't go to Canada. Um, so I don't I don't know if if they're gonna be without anybody else or not. Yeah, no. Um, uh, Duran, Duran, whatever his name is. Oh, Jaron Duran, yeah. who's been great for them lately. <clears throat> yeah, he's really like solidified that leadoff spot where now Kiki's gonna be gone out of that because. They're on us, locked it up for now. For now. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not like Kiki did anything to fucking keep the job when he gets back anyway. No. Heck no. He didn't deserve that. Kiki's best in a utility role. I mean, he just had a great year last yeah. year, but like, that's what made him so valuable 
coming over is that he did so many positions well, and then they just wanted to make him a center fielder, which is dumb as yeah. fuck. You know. I'll tell you one thing. It's like obvious too, and like it's not necessarily like I. You always know he's like a pretty solid defensive player, but some of the plays that um, Story's making at seconds pretty pretty impressive. Yeah. I mean, he's not. He's a heck of an athlete. He, he had a really good month. Well, in terms of like homers and RBIs, um, I still think his batting average and like OPS that month or his batting average was really bad. But mm-hmm. his bat hasn't really been there. I mean, he's what is he hitting like 225 or some shit? But yeah, um, I think he's like helped defensively and like shore up the middle of that infield a little bit. So um, I don't I I wish his average in OBP was much better than it is, but. Um, I don't think it's been that bad of a signing so far. No, Early returns, I don't think I he's going to get worse. Like, I think it can only get better. I mean, 227 bad would, average, 300 on base. I would hope. Please tell me you can't get worse than that. And, like, he makes really good contact when he does. It just hasn't been very much of it. It's so. few and far between, yeah. Um, can't, can't be talking about baseball without putting in some Yankee work because these guys are on a tear. Like, every time I feel like, okay – Sox have gutted making a run. They've won like the last nine out of ten, I feel like. And I look and it's nope, twelve game lead or whatever it is. It's still double digit lead. They just can't make up any ground. And that's not to say that the Red Sox are playing bad. It just tells you how freaking good this Yankee team is right now. Like they have every bit of it. They have bullpen. They have pitching. They have hitting. They have power hitters. They have some speed. It's they're they're just loaded. I most no runs, idea. yeah, most runs scored in baseball and the least amount of runs given up in baseball, wow. too. So, wow. Uh, it's weird that going into the season, I think we always expect the Yankees to have a top 10 offense, you mm-hmm. know, even though some of the guys are a little older on the team. You always expect it. I don't think anyone ever expected their rotation to do what it's doing right now. It's insane. Like, I don't know if we'll trust them come playoff time, but, uh, like, with Garrett Cole, like, obviously, I feel like he's kind of righted the ship after this whole uh, spider tech thing of last year. He's not as dominant as he was, like, on the Astros three years ago, or four years ago, whatever it was, but he's he's as good as it comes for an ace. Mm-hmm. And then, I mean, they've got some great pieces behind him. I just don't know how they'll be in playoffs. We'll see. Uh Right now, they're currently on pace for just over 117 wins. That's that's incredible. Major League records 116. So, uh, they what definitely. Ha- what happened to that team? Was it first round exit? They got swept, I think, didn't they? Probably by the Yankees, dude. Oh one. I think they might. Um. Yeah, I mean, the Yanks definitely have gotten some. I would say the rotation, like with Nestor Cortez, I mean, that guy kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I know mm-hmm. he pitched solid last year for the Yanks. Jamison Talion's actually throwing pitching pretty well for him this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, is it Jordan Montgomery's in their rotation too, right? It, I, I think mean, the I think. Thing, it, I think the biggest thing is that Severino's healthy, like legit yeah, healthy. Yeah, Severino's, yeah. He's, just, he's fishing really well. I mean, obviously, they're, I mean, they're far and away the best team in baseball right now, but. Because of what you just said, and you're curious whether some of these guys are going to hold up. Do you think that they, if there's a team that's kind of out of it uh, and they're looking to deal like a big name pitcher, do you think the Yanks kind of try to go all in? And, I and, saw and that they kicked the tires on Luis Castillo and the Reds. Yeah, if the price is right. I mean, who are you bumping out of that rotation right now, Montgomery? 
I mean, I don't blame them. Well, I mean, like, well, you think come playoff well, time, you go to a four team, you go to a four. You go to a four anyway. So it's right. like, so you go. Yeah. Cortez isn't coming out, and obviously Cole's not coming out, and Severino's probably not either. So That's I guess a, you yeah, could bump Dallian. would be see you later. I, I mean, I get it. You're, they're better. I'm just saying, at what price? Like, do you you don't want to give up? You know, is it probably? I mean, you would want to give up Austin Wells, but you're not going for like a top five guy. I mean, I can't imagine they give up Volk this year in any deal, right. no matter what it is. You know what I mean? Right. I, I don't. That's what I was getting at. You don't want to. Well, you maybe probably not, but then you also have, and I'm drawing a blank on the other shortstop. And that. Yeah. I don't know. I'd have to yeah, look it up. No, is he's it fucking, oh, Oswaldo Peraza. Oh, yeah. Oswaldo yeah. Peraza. So it's like it's one of those things where I I wouldn't surprise me if you could see him deal to for mm-hmm. the right guy. You know, if you had a guy that's under a couple of years of control and he's young, stud or something like that, deal one of those guys because it's you have the other one there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I did see something, and I wish I I almost sent it to you guys, and I I kind of numbed it. I scroll through Twitter, and I saw something that said like. Since 2009 or 2010, maybe? What was the last year the Yanks won the World Series, G? Nine? Yeah, sounds yeah. right. So right it was like whatever it was. It was, nine, it, was like yeah. since, it was since their last World Series win. It said that the the Yankees have spent like $2.2 billion on players. And they were like, and they, were like, and they haven't even made a World Series. In that time frame, it's like, holy fuck. Well, out of that $2.2 billion, not enough is going to Aaron Judge because... He is about to make fucking bank off these guys. What do you think his contract's going to be? What's he, 30 years old? He'll be 31 to start the next season. Uh, I bet he'll get like an eight-year, uh, seven or eight-year contract, maybe eight. Uh, is he getting gonna, like... It's going to be it up there. Three? 400, 400. It's going to be nuts. I think he wants three. I think he wanted 300 this year. Go, Lord, they wouldn't do it. I they bet he'll be eight. He'll prove it. What's like what's Trout getting an average average per year? I thought his was eight four. No. Yeah, I bet I bet Judge gets eight for three twenty, so it'd be an average. Is that right? My math right. Trout's thirty. Trout's thirty six million. So I bet Judge gets eight years at three hundred twenty. No, two hundred forty million is what I'm gonna say. That's thirty million a year. My math right. Eight years, yes. thirty million a year, two forty. You think he only gets two forty? That's thirty million a year. Trout's getting thirty six. He's not going to push Trout. I think he gets more. I don't think he does. Trout was it's, younger. It's the Tr- Yankees. I don't know if the Yankees will shell it out, dude. I th- I think they would. I just think they're so cheap, man. Ever since the friggin' boss died, I just I don't know. I, yeah, I. They haven't shown me anything like lately that they're going to outspend every team. They haven't. They haven't been the biggest. So the last two ones I looked at was that the Yankees, like if you look at projected uh, Aaron Judge contract, is that he said he was worth over $300 and they said prove it. And if this isn't fucking proving it, I think it's going to be north of the $300 which is insane. I think it's going to be like – so if well, he's more than three hundred million, that means he's getting more than eight years. Then he might. So what do you give? Do you give him ten? You give him. T- you give him like say like you give him three ten, three twenty at ten years. That's I mean, insane. I, that's nuts. What a what you, a but great you, situation to be. <laughs> if you fucking drowned. <laughs> I just don't even. 
And the it's thing incredible. is, but you know, and like, don't get me wrong. Like he's having a, a monster year. It's like absurd reason when he hit a walk off today. Um, but <laughs> and when he's healthy, he dominates, but he hasn't been healthy. You know, we had, he's dominating this year. The previous what three or four, he missed a bunch of time. And then it was that one year he had like 52 and 130 or 140 or something. Yeah. But, I mean, he hasn't been the healthiest guy. It's not like he's been like super reliable right. in terms of playing 145, 150 games a year. Mm-hmm. So I can understand why the Yanks would be a little apprehensive uh, with it, especially with Stanton still being in New York where you kind of have to put him, ha- put Judge in the field because you got that fucking bump on a log. Yeah. At DH. Well, it's more than a bump in the log. He's well, probably no, like but the I best mean, DH in baseball. I more or less meant because he can't read. They don't want him playing the field. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, you're right. That's what you're I right. meant. Because Stanton's, Stanton's having a very good year. Yeah. Uh, I. It's just going to be, it'll be fun to see what he makes. Because, like, is he worth that? I don't think any athlete's worth that. But, you know, it's the New York Yankees and they have so much money. And, you know, like luxury taxes should be not a fucking thing to them. So um, the way this uh, country's going with inflation, uh, I would think Aaron judge is going to get a heck of a contract on top of that. So little uh, payday for, for judge is going to be nice. How real quick. Well, we don't have to, I'm just talking about paydays. What do you think? And I, I don't know if we're a couple of years from it. What do you think if Soto hits the free agent market is going to yield? Is he going to get 400? Yeah. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I think it'd be. I think it'd be. I think they would model it around Trout. Whatever Trout's contract was, honestly, I think they do that a lot in sports. They just be like, "All right, I want to. What did Trout make? I want to make like one dollar more." You know what I mean? Become the biggest. Right. No, but but I'm saying no, no, no. I understand that, but I'm saying you don't think he could push. You don't think he could get a team to go like ten years, four hundred million. No, I think he could go like ten years, five hundred. Like I, that I am one of the people that think like. Yeah, you measure it to Mike Trout, and, and you literally look at him and say, "Yeah, that was five fucking years ago. He signed that. If you want me, you better you better get this much." And well, like he break, I think there's only one other con, you know, there's only one other player in sports history, right, to have more than Trout million dollar contract. And I think that is Patrick Mahomes is actually worth five hundred million. Patrick Mahomes ten year yeah, extension, five hundred three million. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, but you know, but what's crazy? That's like one big problem in the NFL is. It doesn't matter whether or not you've like, out like they're constantly being like you have a like with wide receivers for instance. It's like, whatever you have Devonte Adams signs a contract. That's what and I'm saying. Is that is like you know whatever you have Michael Thomas. That it's like well well fuck this. I'm better than him. I need a dollar more than him. And it's just like it doesn't matter like their their product. I mean their production matters. But if Devonte Adams is head and shoulders better than Michael Thomas, but Michael Thomas is forcing like the Saints hand. And Michael Thomas is probably not a good example, but if he's forcing no, the hand thing, I'm either fucking out or you're going to give me $1 more than Devontae Adams. They Most of the time they end up doing it or they trade and then yeah. somebody else does it. It's, it's so, I, yeah, no, I'm with you there. I, I think it's. When it's, there's uh, a guy that's like, it's their time to be signed. They just seem to get more than what they're asking. Like, they can leverage and these teams are like scared. They're going to lose them. Like, I mean, that's, what's always made Bill Belichick so great. And, and like kind of his own worst enemy sometimes, but like he sets his price 
He doesn't go over his price and he makes a deal. But I remember like when Jeff Fisher was in, uh, it was the Rams, St. Louis at the time. I think they were just about to move to LA, but, uh, yeah, he was at the Rams and they signed Tavon Austin because he's due for a contract and make him a top 10 wide receiver at the time paid. It was like, what are you doing? He's never even had like a 600 yard receiving year. Yeah. It's ridiculous. What? So, all right. So I'm not even going to add hockey because I don't even know what they do. So we got, we got baseball. They don't even have a salary cap. It's just luxury tax. So like spend wherever you want. You got football. They have a salary cap, but they don't do any like limits on max contracts like the NBA does. NBA has a salary cap, but they also only allow like, you know, the max contract. So a player can only make a certain number. Which of those three do you guys like the most for sports? I mean, like, uh, I like, I like the, um, I kind of um, like the NBA's model mm-hmm. where I, I like there being a cap, but you can go over the cap if you're signing guys that are on your own team. Yeah. Like you yes. have the bird rights, the whole bird rights thing. Yeah. Um, the NHL is salary cap, but I think they have a salary floor. So you have to spend like that's cool. if the salary cap's like eighty eight million, every team has to spend like yep. sixty five or whatever. And then the only time you can go over the cap is if say you have the 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 Lightning did this a few years ago with Nikita Kucherov. He's like the best one of the best players in the world. He's got like eight million dollars, but if you put him on long term IR, you can bring him back for the playoffs. And once if you bring him back for the playoffs, you can be over the cap. It doesn't matter. So like it's kind of weird how they do it, but um I think for me I like the NBA's the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would say NBA or NFL. Like just here's your money, don't go over this. Like you can mm-hmm. spend it however you want. Um, just don't go over this amount. But I like how the NBA rewards people for drafting good. Um, so like if you build within, um, you're allowed to use that money for on your own players um better so i i agree with what zach said but, but i just think the the mlb is like a I don't like know, different base, baseball works really well for us because we like the yankees and red sox and we know that they're always going to be top five biggest spenders so it's it's great for us to be fans of them but i can't imagine being a fan of like pittsburgh or tampa i mean t- i guess tampa oakland. Not a good yeah oakland who just they don't spend and they get lucky every once in a while with the draft or whatnot and here and there, but it's like you can pencil them in pretty much every year to not be a contender. That sucks. That's not good for the game. So like, it's, 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 I think I would choose the NBA's model, but it's so unique and it's so different from NFL. Cause like there's 12 guys in a roster compared to 53, whatever it is, but it's hard to argue with like football's parody that there's been outside of the Patriots over the last like 20 years. I feel like there's always yeah. a new team that's that's yeah. competing to win a championship, so it's hard to hard to argue against thing, that. The thing I think is such bullshit about Major League Baseball is, like, and like you, the teams you the teams you use as examples for, like Pittsburgh, Oakland, Tampa. The difference to me is like Tampa it seems to me like their front office and their baseball ops actually has a fucking clue what they're doing because they're competitive at least, or at least they put a decent product on the field. Mm-hmm. But like. And what's stupid is I feel like there's teams like Oakland and teams like Pittsburgh, like they do all this revenue sharing stuff in baseball. And I don't know all the intricacies of it. 
But my assumption is, it's like, I think it's kind of dumb if they're getting the same, somewhat same amount of money as some of these big market teams. When these big market teams are spending a shit ton of money. And then you have Oakland, who's literally here, payroll's like $27 million this year. It's fucking yeah. bullshit. Like, I literally, I kind of wish they, I wish Major League Baseball would put in a salary floor. Like, yeah. if the luxury tax is 185, then teams have to spend at least half of that. Cause, like, it's yeah, like, what are we, it's, it's just, it's pathetic. Mm-hmm. Like, how do you, sorry. I think I just passed Milligan on base percentage. <laughs> Because <laughs> his two guys come up and oh, both Contreras got out. Get out. I saw Contreras get out. Uh, but Contreras he stole something. Duvall. Oh no, that's not your match. No, that's um, Anyways, so I just think it's you know you and I you kind of feel bad for like some of these guys in Oakland. Like I'm sure it's fun to play in front of big fans, and when they go there and there's like three thousand people at fucking games, it's like what are we doing? Like it's got to be a little bit like disheartening in a sense. Yeah. Awful. Um, real quick, that is uh, <laughs> this is two weeks in a row that Millich has lost in the final at bats on a Sunday night football game. I mean, a Sunday night baseball game uh, matchup. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, send him the same tweet. Uh, text. <laughs> no, I'm not gonna do it now because with my luck, this game will go to extras and his guys will get up and fucking get it hit. Is. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not counting my chickens before they hatch. <laughs> My it's matchup, like, oh, top of the ninth, mine comes down to Cody Bellinger's up second. Get him getting on, getting a stolen base, or Dansby Swanson committing an error in this inning. That's what it comes down to. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. Dansby Swanson, by the way, been a superstar. Yeah, he's been pretty uh, solid. Oh, holy I've been fuck. Tr- yeah, I tried he has been the from, reason uh, for the – yeah, he's been the reason for the Atlanta turnaround, really. Speaking of uh, Atlanta, you have something you want to say? I have something about Atlanta I want to say. No, go ahead. I'll I'll, I'll mention it. Did you so uh, free, Freddie Freeman's got his return to Atlanta this series. He's playing here yep. for the first time. He got his World Series ring. They did a big ceremony for him, and he was like crying for it during it and stuff. You know, it's pretty emotional time for him. And Kershaw came up with a quote. I don't know if it was today or yesterday, but he basically said that he hopes that um, the Dodgers aren't his second favorite team now, and he hopes that he's all in on the Dodgers because it seemed like he. Uh, kind of misses Atlanta. That seems like a fucking ridiculous. I feel like that is a, a stupid fucking comment. I know. I feel like you have a guy who spent his entire career there. He won a World Series there. Kind of like a hometown kid, right, or something. No, he's from California. But I think it's kind of ridiculous to, like, not expect him to be. Like, if Kershaw left the Dodgers and went somewhere else and then went back and something like that happened, I feel like Kershaw would be emotional about it. I or would think be. so. I would think so. Uh, I just, yeah, I, that's that seems like an odd comment to me. Like, like take out take out playing for a team your entire career. Just take that out of the picture. Just say that you win your first World Series and then you're going back and you're getting your ring. I would expect you to be emotional for that. If you played one season and you got your first ring with that team, and you have one year with that team. I would still think the player is going to be emotional. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like Kershaw was kind of. I think that's a stupid comment. I do too. All right. I, it's one of those things. If you think it, maybe just keep it to yourself, because I feel like it's yeah. only going to yeah. cause a rift with yes, him. And, I agree. Yeah. I also think Freddie Freeman, like we get it, dude. But you, they moved on from you too. Like, I just feel like he has been like he's been upset that they didn't sign him, and they went with Matt Olson. And I'm just like, as a business decision, I feel like Matt Olson could be just as good. Like the money's way cheaper. 
It's a younger player who probably play a longer time. And, you know, it's not like Freddie Freeman's been MVP Freddie Freeman this year, too. So it's. But what is, but I guess I don't understand what you're saying. What, what is Freeman? Like, how is Freeman not letting go? I feel like Freeman has been trying to embrace this for like the longest time. And it's like, just fucking give me the ring and let's go. I'm ready to win another one with the fucking Dodgers. That's how I would feel. Give me that fucking ring. Let's go. I don't, I guess but I don't true. have. So they did like, well, no, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is they they do a tribute on a team you played your entire career with. I have, I don't see what the issue is of him getting emotional about that. Yeah, no, I get like, that. I, I don't I, like. I, I don't feel like. I don't feel like Freeman's like Ben this listen, year. He's like not committed to the Dodgers. Mookie Betts like still, is not going to fucking sit there and cry for the Red Sox when they give him when they. That's a completely different fucking situation. Dude. It's really not. They both won World how, Series with the team. How long was Freeman there for? How long was Freeman with the fucking Braves, and how long was Mookie with the Sox? It's probably like eight years with the Sox, and probably like twelve years with the Braves. Do you think Mookie played eight years with the Red Sox? Six to eight. I have no idea. Well, I'm just okay. saying it's not that big of a deal. Like, I don't think Mookie's like, give me my fucking ring and I got to go. Did that happen to him? Did he, did he want the Red Sox and then he left the next year? No one knows because he didn't make a fucking big deal like Freddie Freeman. No, Dude, no, no. Is that, fucking, no. I'm saying, I'm saying, I'm saying, did he go to the Dodgers the, the year after they won the Sox won? Oh, I don't think so. I think it was. I don't think he had the greatest year that year. So you're just making up scenarios, then, dude. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, I don't think that. I think Freddie Freeman has like, pretty much like, just needs the attention more than anything I've ever seen. Like, get the fuck over it, dude. Honestly, <laughs> that's like honest opinion. Like, this is a, this is hot take awful, all you dude. want for goal. It's, it's like, awful. just give give me the fucking ring and let's go, dude. Like, get over it. Freeman was with Atlanta for 11 years and Mookie was with the Sox for six. There's a difference there. A substantial difference. Yeah. I think, I think you just, you bottle it all up together, like 11 years with one team. And then your first time back in Atlanta, you're getting a world series ring. I think all of that together would cause anyone to cry. I don't think it's because he's still hanging on. It's like I don't think it's like I would be pissed they didn't like. Honestly, I would be pissed that I'm like they didn't want me. I'd be like, give me my fucking ring, and I want to go win with the Dodgers. That's my honest opinion. Yeah, but what if you have the fans cheering you on? You know, the fans are all like, love you. Thank you, thank you. I got new fans out in LA. See you guys. I'll I'll talk to you when my career is over. I'll come back and thank you guys. You think Tom Brady did that? You think Tom Brady did that? No, you're creating scenarios that didn't happen. I'm not. I'm just saying, like, Tom Brady's not going to sit here and be like, oh, my God, New England fans, come here, hug me. But he won five beforehand. This is his first ring. This is his – yeah, he won six. Didn't He he won six with the Patriots, whatever. He won six with the Patriots. And he didn't come back here like, everyone, please, please, come, come, come love me. I guarantee the first championship you win is it, it it means more to you than the second championship you win. It's more meaningful. It's more emotional. It's got to be. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, I feel like if it's your like you've been 11 years, then yes, it's more emotional. But like, if it's your second year in the NFL, you're like, oh, you think like you hear players say that all the time. Like, you think you can get there every year, but. I get what you're saying. Like, it fits your scenario for sure even better. I'm just saying I'm so sick of the Freddie Freeman Atlanta thing. Like, get the fuck over it. Mm-hmm. I get it. He should have a ceremony. 
he should have a thank you. But at the same time, I get what Kershaw saying a little bit too. Like, let's go, dude. It's time for Dodgers. Like, we're on this team to win one. We're paying you to win one with us. And you have your own fans over here. But why can't he, like, take in that moment with Atlanta and then move on and, like, move forward with Take it in? Like, I feel like he's been taking it in for fu- – dude, he got a celebration when the Atlanta went there to fucking play. He was, like, crying. It's like, get the fuck over it. Shut up and play. I I, I, I don't know. I disagree. I, just, I don't think it's that big of a deal, but. No, I, 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 I definitely know there's two different sides. For me, it's, that's how I feel. Mm. Didn't, yep. didn't know that you conversation guys, was going do, um, do you guys get anything else? Sure. You got any other you got any other terrible takes you want to get? Can I can I read can I read Kershaw's uh, quote just in uh, context so you have the context just real quick? He said he's obviously a big contributor for our team and I hope we're not second fiddle. It's a pretty special team over here too. I think whenever he gets comfortable over here, he'll really enjoy it. It was a good night for him. That's what he said. I think I'm saying what I was trying to say is what. Kershaw was saying, like, do you think if you were Freddie Freeman's teammate, you would even say that in the first place? No. Oh, I wouldn't have the balls to say it, but I I mean, I'm also never been like a generational pitcher and like have all the, he should have all the confidence in the world to say whatever he wants to probably his team, to be honest. I can't believe my fucking matchup came down to Cody Bellinger, dude. I am so glad I traded him, dude. Uh... Yeah, I don't care. I don't care if you're Tom Brady. I don't care who you are. I just think that's just like a, a comment you don't have to say. I just he he got his he got his World Series yeah. ring. He went went home. I just that's what it comes down to to me. If he wants to say that to him in the locker room to maybe like be like, hey, you know, we're noticing this that like maybe you haven't given up on the Braves. I think that's something like you say in private to him. I don't think it's a public comment. And I I, I don't think it's a public comment. I don't think it's a public comment to like with somebody of like Freeman's like. I mean, yeah. I feel like Freeman's been around the game. I feel like he's a well-respected guy in baseball. And if if that's the message that Kershaw was trying to like get across, I think you can do you just do that behind closed doors and um yeah. move on with it. But I don't know. Yep. Um. So Shory, I can I at least I can speak for myself and somebody else on this. Um, on this uh, on this recording is that a couple of us were a little active this weekend trading. What's your deal? Too scared to pull trigger on anything? No, I'm sitting in first place and riding it out, brother. I was sitting in first place too, dude. You got to yeah, see the writing on the Brett wall, dude. Got to see the writing on the wall. You know, Bredick's a freaking dragon slayer lately, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, he really is. From the bottom. From the bottom, he's been he's just been fucking hitting those first place guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Three trades this weekend for me. I saw the writing on the wall, dude. Got to make I mean, moves. I think um, definitely you guys are spicing it up. I wonder if the little uh, intimidation factor of people not not being active in the league, um, and then Kev pulling stats on it, um, and then showing the league like, hey, we like people that are active, and we have some people not being active. Um, and we talked about this last podcast, but it's not fun to play with people that are not active and not trying um i get it if you're not like you're not talking or you're not sending trades but you're still good um and i wonder if that pushed some buttons for people to hit accept 
I don't think it did because it was me and Kevin and Millage. And then he made one with Brennick and Brennick's Philly. Brennick, and, then and then you I, made one with New. I just made one with New before we jumped yeah. on. So I, I, but I'm no, saying I'm like, you. Yeah. So Dude, I, I, didn't... I love spreadsheets. Anyone that knows me loves that I like spreadsheets. <laughs> yes. I love dealing with them. So then Thank like our last podcast we had, we got talking about how fucking it sucks playing in leagues with people who don't respond to things, don't check their lineups, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to create a spreadsheet on this and basically put it out there so you can see if you are a person who checks your team or you're not. Maybe people are just oblivious to it. Maybe they don't know. Um, so what I did is I took basically the number of free agent claims, put that in a list, in a ranking. I did the number of trades, put that in a list, and then the number of lineup changes. Anytime you change your lineup, just putting a guy in the on the bench, putting a guy active, whatever. Uh, our boy Gola dominates free agent claims with 103, and then we have a guy in our league who has nine. <laughs> nine free agent claims. We are I do in, that in like three days. We're in what 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 week are we in right now? We're in week uh 11? week eleven. Eleven. Is wow. that what it is? I think Fourteen it's and six. Yeah, we're in week eleven right now. Week eleven. So he doesn't even make one free agent claim per week. That's his average. Credible. Yeah, uh, trades millage has twelve, dominating that. We have one guy in the league who has zero. Same. Uh, no, a different yeah. guy than nine. Different guy. Yep. Uh, might have the same blood, I think. Um, well, the one that's only got nine ad drops is like right in the thick of things too, though. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's true. It's going two. It's going two and zero again this week, I think. Wow. Uh, number of lineup changes. Me and Goal are right up to the top, like nine hundred and thirty, and then we have someone with a hundred ninety-seven. It's like I. I can't even, like, I'm not even do like, lineup changes is not even something I'm doing that's crazy. I'm not, like, I'm not sitting there, like, all day long just flipping right. things. It's like, I'm just, I'm just Making moving guys. Making sure your loss is full. Yeah. If a guy's not playing, I'm taking him out, and I'm putting a guy that is playing in. If a guy's hurt, I'm taking him out. That's all I'm doing. I'm not doing anything crazy. And I have, and me and Fagola have 800 more or 750 more than another guy. It doesn't even make sense. So, anyways, basically, the top. Six people in the league are basically the same six people who are always in contention to like win, it seems like. And it seems like the bottom six are the ones that don't have a championship to really show for it. So I was hoping shocking, shocking how that light happens. a fire into someone's ass. Yep. We'll see. And I and I do think that uh doing that got people like wanting to move and like, you know, maybe catch millage and trades and stuff. And then also it probably got a few bottom guys, maybe new or or Brennick to to make some trades too. So I, I, I and that, yeah, I mean we can that deal that um you made with Brennick G. I, I think it's a, it's a decent deal for him because if Bell if who knows if Bellinger ever comes out of it, yeah. But he just doesn't seem like he shows any any signs of fucking life of doing anything like productive right now. Mm-hmm. So it's I just, so it's funny. I I offered the trade for him just straight up belly for Marte, right? That's it. And then he counted back with a trade. He wanted me to give him a uh, a draft pick. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm not gonna do it. Like, I, it's like, I don't need this. This trade is not gonna win either of us a championship at all. It's not. It's not gonna push us over the top. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I, I'm not like doing Marte. that. No, I don't. He's not gonna win me a championship. He'll. I, no, 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 not win you, but he'll he'll help you more than he. 
you know, he'll be a solid right. player. I think he's going to help me more than Bellinger does, but I'm like, yes. you're getting a guy that's seven years younger and like yes. has the potential that like, you know, we had three years ago, like I'm not giving you a draft pick for it. Yeah. And so then he sent me the exact same trade I offered him originally way back. So right. that's just how it went down. But yeah, so sure. Let's a little uh, quick reaction to the, uh, some of the deals this weekend. We haven't, you haven't yeah. done a trade grade in a long time. Yeah. I, I, you know, I haven't really like been able to break them down. I've been busy all weekend. Like, uh, just just outright i went golfing on friday so i didn't get home till like nine um then saturday we got up real early went to the lake um didn't get back till like 10 and then woke up and then i did some went to home depot got a few things was gonna work around the house and then we decided to go back to the lake so honestly i have not had much time to look at anything when did you go to home depot today this morning oh yeah. you went to south portland though i went to the portland one. Oh yeah uh by the way let's the uh, Crown Molden, whoever thought to fucking make Crown Molden with curves, you're dead to me. That person can fucking crash and die. Why is uh, my transaction history is not working for trades? Weird. Don't know, bro. That was because I was in uh, pending transactions. <laughs> which is which is nothing. So um <clears throat> let's see. Let's go back a few. Um I'm gonna start with let's see Paul Blackburn. I did I dude, Paul Blackburn, who got him? I don't even know who this guy is. Is he good? Yeah, that was a while ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I went far I went far back, like yeah, yeah. Uh, back to May. Um never heard of Paul Blackburn of you. I do I think he's a rookie. <clears throat> Isn't he a rookie pitcher? Wow. I don't think he's a rookie. He's 28 years old. He's definitely not a rookie. I have no idea. Is he like a closer or something? Uh, no, he's 14 starts with a 2970 ERA. Well, he's pretty good then. His K9 know. is trash, though. Holy fuck. Oh, really? And who got him? Greenlee? No. No, Brennick. Brennick, why would you trade for this guy? He's got a 6.5 K9. <laughs> oh, my God. Why did Brennick trade for him? Did Brennick give up a six and a ninth round pick for this? I'll tell you what, Kenley Jansen just blew the game. It's two to two, dude. No, I'm I'm not watching it live, but I'm fucking watching it on. I guarantee that fucking Contreras is gonna get up. Well, dude. thankfully they got like eight batters to get to him. Dude, that's incredible. I've never seen the major league player do that. Uh, What's that? So Trey, I think his name's Trace Thompson. He was up, and yeah, he yeah. hit a ball just over the second baseman. It hit his glove. And, but when he hit the ball, he like looked up in the air, like towards left field. Like he thought he popped it up to left field, but it was too, over the second baseman's glove. That's weird. That's crazy. That's weird. Um, a Walker Bueller was trading for a third round pick. So now I, I hated last Brennick trade because I don't know who the fuck Paul mm-hmm. Blackburn is, but this Walker Bueller trade, he had a third round pick, which I love because the kid's out of it this year. But as a keeper, I think that he could be bouncing back and be one of the top 10 pitchers in baseball for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But he hasn't been great this year, and I understand why uh, Millage didn't want to use a, a, a roster spot for him, especially with him hurt. But uh, I think it's a good trade for both, but better for Brennick. Yeah, I like that Brennick deal. Yep. I gave up, I gave up uh, a fifth-round pick and Blaze Jordan – um, I was going to drop Blaze Jordan, so my, my thought process was, okay, let's just see what I can get now for trade. If I wanted Nelson Cruz, who I did, 
Um, just I think he's a good batter, so I would have been willing to give up like a third round pick. So if I threw in Blaze Jordan, I could give up for a fifth round pick, which was I think I sent it. There was no counters, there was no nothing. It was just straight up accepted, which always makes um, you feel like maybe I could have gotten away with less. Yeah. What did, did you? What was the reasoning behind you wanting you were gonna drop Jordan because you were struggling? Um, there was just another. Yeah, at the time he was struggling. Have you seen what he's doing now? Day, yeah, no, no, no. I, I sent oh. an article. I sent the. I actually sent it to New after he made the trade, and I was like, dude, he is fucking right dominating right now. Um, he had like, he actually had a pretty good on base when I did it, and then I was like, but he's not hitting home runs, and like that's what he's known for. He had like two. Now he's already up to like eight after like two weeks. So, uh, all right, now we're talking big boy trades. Aaron this is a big Nolan, one, dude. Kyle Tucker, Bo Bichette, uh goes to Fergola, and Kev gets Nolan Arenado, Tatis, Bieber, and Tristan McKenzie. So four for three. Um, obviously, Tatis is the biggest name, but uh, getting back a top, probably it's, I mean, definitely a top 10 player and another 30, for, like the quietest 30 for 30 guy in the MLB, Kyle Tucker. Mm-hmm, and really then is. another possible ten top ten guy with Bo Bichette. So it's like, I mean, just talk about a monster deal, right? So uh, huge deal, dude. Yeah, I, I guess if yeah. I had to lean one way, it's I guess I'd lean towards Fagola just because the T's hasn't played and we don't know what the fuck we're gonna get. Mm-hmm. Like, but I mean, if the T's is Tatis, then it's the best oh. player in baseball. Yeah, and that's my whole thing with the with the deal is. Obviously, I, Tatis is the best player in the deal if he's healthy. There's no doubt about that. But I think that I think it's I think he's the best player. But I think Tucker and Bichette are easily two and three. Um, I still love Aaron Arenado. I'm a huge fan of him. Um, and then I look at the two pitchers. Like you look at the two studs, Nolan and Bieber. I feel like there's there that's kind of a wash. Mm-hmm. Um, they're both yeah. and the I you know they're both still Bieber's studs. Bieber's back and, by the way. And and um. I, I was curious, Kevin. I, I didn't know if I would have just sent you the deal back without adding McKenzie into it. Would that deal? Would you have done it three for three? Mm. Yeah, McKenzie didn't really like uh, tempt me. I thought about like taking McKenzie out and like trying to put a draft pick in, just like a lower oh, pick, God. just because I wasn't crazy about him. But then at the end of the day, I was like, I don't want to just, I don't want to like ruin the deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I wanted to I get Tempe's basically. Just because yeah. I, I like the deal, obviously, and then it was. I just thought you were originally you. I think you offered me Gore, which mm-hmm. I just don't love Gore. Um, I don't dislike him, but I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I'll 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 add Noller instead. And then I was like, oh, because I'm getting a better pitcher. I'm definitely getting the two better. You know, I would say whatever two better mm-hmm. hitters. I mean, you're getting the best. But I was like, I'll add a little something. I'll see what to see if it matters. And then and then I sent it. And then like you didn't do anything for like three or four hours. And I'm like. I'm assuming he's thinking about it, obviously, because he, he would have rejected it. And then it was just like out of the blue. It was like, bam. I was like, holy fuck. And I wanted to puke a little bit after I chated to tease because I fucking love the guy. But mm-hmm. um, I think the value was just it was too good. Uh, what I did is like, I think maybe I did it before I offered the trade. Uh, I started just like researching a shit ton on Tatis being like, like, I think they said like right now his timetable is like after, right after the all-star break, I think. And the funny, this is like, this is like Tatis to a T, dude. Is that like the team didn't even know he was swinging a bat? And then there's videos online of people who go to, a, there's like a bar that, like, where you have like windows and you can see into a batting cage. And someone took a video of Tatis swinging a baseball bat off a tee, 
But the team said, oh, no, he's not swinging a bat yet. But it's like, well, someone on Twitter has a video of Tatis swinging off a team. It's just classic Tatis. So I'm like, well, he's already swinging a bat. Maybe he gets back sooner than later. And I'm like, my team's at the time wasn't first. So I'm like, maybe I can just weather the storm until he gets here. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of my thinking. And I and I think this was like the, for me it was if I was ever if I was gonna trade him it was gonna have to happen during the season when he wasn't playing mm-hmm. like I I got offered a shit ton of trades for him and it was just and I offered I did offer some I think I you know I offered Shory a few and but it was one of those things where if he come back after our playoffs or in the off season the likelihood of me dealing him was going drastically down because I'm like well yep. he's well, he should be healthy. Who fucking knows? But, um, yeah, it, it, it definitely wasn't – I didn't love trading him, but like I said, I just think with the value with getting Tucker and uh, Tucker and Bichette, which I would wish Bichette would actually come around a little bit. His OBP's in a 300, but – He had a homer um, yesterday. Yeah, he did. I just – you know, and then I think the yeah, first, I think the first game I had him, Nola threw a fucking gem and got the loss. Yeah. He, what a yeah. point and I think Tucker hit a three-run ding-dong, so I was like, oh. His brother returns. got the only RBI off him, which is really cool. Oh, did he? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's a monster trade. I know Kev's been trying to get to Tease for a long time. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, I, I wasn't – like, I know Fagola wanted uh, Jordan for him and then, like, more, obviously, for Tatis. And my thought was, like, I'm not giving up a top-ten player um, for a guy that I always know is injured. Like, I would have done it straight up, obviously, one for one, but not, like, additional to it. And uh, Kev's theory is, like, give me the best player. And, like, Tucker's easily a top-ten player. And Bose was a top-ten player who could easily be there, too. And, I mean, obviously, there's more pieces to it. But it just uh, – it's it's always interesting to see what people think, I think, in trades and where you're willing to go. And, like, is Kev doing it right, like, playing the market before it happens, where I was, like – I'm always, like – you know, sometimes I react to things like if a player's playing really good, you, you know, you mm-hmm. go to that guy now. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's tendencies of where they're going to be um, like they're, they, you know, they've been in the MLB for five years. They haven't been that that good. They're they're going to come back. They're going to regress. So I don't know. We'll see. Like to and one thing, last thing about it. I feel like Tucker and Bichette, they're obviously like I think they're both top ten players, and I think their value is because they're thirty thirty guys, because because that stolen base mm-hmm. thing. I don't I don't know if either of them will ever hit forty dingers. I just don't. Tucker might. I don't think Bo ever will, but Tucker might. You know, who knows? But if Tatis is playing one hundred and fifty games, like that dude's gonna hit like around fifty homers every year, and like I'd rather have the fifty homers. Even if Tatis only stole me 10 bases, uh, give me the 50 homers and 10 stolen bases, yeah. then the 30-30. Yeah. yeah, and then, like, I'll touch base on it real quick. And, like, it's like I know, like, Shory offered me a pretty solid deal for Tatis um, with Trout kind of being the big guy mm-hmm. coming back to me. And I and I think my whole theory, like, Shory, like, one of the reasons I, like, didn't want to move forward with it or push forward is, like, Trout is still a goddamn fucking monster. But I just was like giving up like six or seven years of age there, and I'm like, that's why I was like, if I was gonna do something, I that's why I wanted your dad instead of Trout. I mean, yeah. I think they're fairly similar players. Trout doesn't steal any bases anymore, um, and you know, so that's why I kind of was going that direction. Um, it was it was a fucking. I mean, under most circumstances, you probably, most people probably yeah. do it, but now that Trout, I'm happy. Like- 
I, I don't blame you one bit. I now that Trout is thirty, it's almost like I have to hold on to him because he's got like that old man now to him. Like he loses value because he's thirty, right? Like you're not mm-hmm. even like when I look at like rankings, I'm like I've seen somewhere like dynasty rankings where he's ranked like 18th. I'm like, there's no fucking way. Like he's got five, he's got an 1100 OPS right now. Mm-hmm. He's only second to your yeah. Like, Like um, it's, that's incredible. Like, I don't know if you get that for another four or five years, that's easily like a top three player every year. And it's so consistent when he plays. So I, it's almost like dumb for me to trade him now because in our league, obviously youth or yeah, age is such an important part of who you're getting. Mm-hmm. I would lose value with him. That's why I was trying to swing. If I was going to move somebody, it would be for, you know, that guy to tease. Yep. All right. Next trade is uh, Millage gets a first round pick. He tell Marte, Bregman, and he gives up CJ Cron and JD Martinez to KG. So. I don't even know how Marte's doing this year, to be honest with you. Um, He's not so, doing that well, is he? No. No. And even Bregman, for his like for himself, he's having a pretty down year, isn't he? Yeah, I mean... 770 OPS for Marte. 764 for yeah. Bregman. And then, uh, it's basically like, a, obviously the age is a huge difference, but then Kron's 890 OPS and JD is in uh, 924 OPS. Yeah, so two gave much up, yeah. better OPSs, and then give up the first round pick. Gave up, be- got better hitters, but gave up a lot of age. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I like the flexibility of Marte, but playing second. But if mm-hmm. he's not playing well, then what's the point? So, I mean, I, I just feel like it's probably a smart trade for both. I feel like I I love JD Martinez. I feel like he's so consistent, man, and just so good when he's playing. So. Especially for our league, because we don't speed's not like the biggest thing. Especially, and you just give up a ton of speed, so it's not like you're 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 playing for speed. Now you're playing for guys who mash yeah, and more power. There's one offensive base, category like, to punt. It's stolen bases, you know. Yeah, I don't yeah. even know if I have one. Oh, I and have I, Travis Store. Like, and I was punting it all year long, and then I got picked up John Birdie, and the guy is just like a oh my god wins me, wins me every unbelievable right now. And then I just added Tucker and Bichette, so that's that's gonna help things too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, Birdie's been a monster. He is. Although I think Bichette only has four this year. Does he? Sh- uh, yeah, five now. Five. Yeah. 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 Uh, the last yeah, no, one. Yeah, no, I like the deal for both. Yeah. But. Sorry. Yeah, I agree. I I don't know who if, like someone wanted or not or. Did you did you uh, initiate a G or no? I initiated it and then he sent one back. I so I I initiated it and I um I put in a second round pick and I was saying like I would do it for first. So I'm like if he sends it back for first, yeah, he was going to. I'm yeah. like I'm just gonna accept it right away and I did. Yeah, basically. So one thing I like about getting a first baseman is that it usually helps you in infield percentage like a yeah. ton. So when you get back Cron, uh, Cron is it Cron or Cron whatever. Anyways. Yeah he will help you a ton in your fielding percentage wise. So. Yeah. I've tried getting Paul Goldschmidt for the last probably, uh, I don't know, month and a half, but someone doesn't check times. their, doesn't even check their trades. So it, yeah. I just get to a point where I'm like, I got to go somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the last now trade. Millage we have is, a... Now Millage is now Millage is scrambling to find a yeah. first baseman. <laughs> <laughs> I see that. He's in something for Olsen too. And I just. Oh, he's been fun. trying to get 
Josh Bell from me. For uh, Josh Bell, I hear, by the way, could be headed to Boston. That's one of his uh, destinations where he could be on the move during the trade deadline. So that would be a nice pickup uh, in Boston. Yeah, it would be. Switch have it. A problem first base it was nice. Um, last trade I haven't touched on is Zach Wheeler for a first and third. I think this makes tons of sense for both teams. I, I'm actually pissed. I would have done the same thing, Gola. Um, and I've sent some prospects for, for Wheeler, um, but I never got into like a first-round pick, but I definitely probably would have. Um, yeah, I kind of I sent new it a couple days ago. I sent makes him sense for I, him. Yeah, so I think my whole thing with new is like he he's got a pretty good staff. He's just his offense is like not very good. Um, so I kind of I sent him um, some younger offensive guys and a first. So it's like Jeremy Pena and somebody else in a first just for Wheeler. Um, and then new countered with a first and a third. And I'm like, so I sent him a counter back. And then I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it. And I'm like. I don't give a fuck about draft picks, so that I just accepted it. Wait, he declined Pena in a first and Pena, wanted a... I think it was I think it was Pena Varsho in a first for Wheeler, and then he rejected it and did and he rejected it and offered a first and a third. Pena is so much more valuable than a third round pick. It's absurd. Yeah, well. And like I didn't care about because I had just gotten Bichette from you, so I'm like, I don't really have a need for oh, Pena. Oh yeah, that's I'm not true. put him in my utility. So I was like, all right, I'll, like, and I love Wheeler's. I think Wheeler's a fucking stud. So, um, yeah, then I started looking at him like, I don't really care that much about um, third round p- uh, picks. And so I can always like trade for him if I need him. So, mm-hmm. And I, I like it. I mean, you, if, if Woodruff comes back healthy, I'm pretty, pretty fucking happy with my top four with being Woodruff, Manoa, um, Wheeler, Manoa. So. The best thing going, you have two Phillies now. They don't have Girardi backing them up anymore. So that's fucking <laughs> yeah. huge for you. Yeah. Yeah.